You're listening to WJXCLP Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM. Your home for St. Joseph Catholic School, football, basketball, and the Bruin Buzz Live every Friday evening and Monday morning. The Bruin Buzz Live is underwritten by C Spire, Diatech, Mid-South Elevator, Mississippi Premier Plastic Surgery, Brown Bottling Group, St. Dominic's, Robert Moorhead Attorney, Carrie Johnson Jackson City Attorney, Hoa Managing Partners LLC, Brad Miller EXB, Hedge Farm Wedding and Special Events, Ridgen Eye Care Center, and Christo's Greek Restaurant. From the campus of St. Joseph Catholic School in Madison, this is the Boom Buzz Live. I'm Turner Brown, your host. Join me and my guest, Shambly Ezel, a 7th grader who has a leading role in the spring musical, the 26th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, and Coach Michael Howe as we talk about the upcoming track season. Stick around. The Bruin Buzz Live for Friday, January 29th, 2021 begins right now. Hey Bruins, I'm Turner Brown, your host for the Bruin Buzz Live. Today I have my guest, uh, Shambly Ezel. She's a 7th grader who has a lead role in the Spring Musical, which is the 26th Annual Putman County Spelling Bee. So, thank you for uh, joining me today, Shambly. It's a pleasure to be here. So, why did you decide to try out for the musical in the first place? Well, I wanted to step out of my comfort zone and try something new, and my mother always told me that I had a beautiful voice, and I did choir for two years. So I just decided, why don't I just put my talent to use? Mm -hmm. So what role did you end up getting in the musical? I ended up getting the second lead role as Olive Trofsky. She's the second runner-up. She's quite shy, but she blossoms out in the end. Mm -hmm. So... For those who don't know, what the play is about, it's a spelling bee. And so it's a bunch of different kids and you know, a few adult characters. So how do you feel about the role that you got? I'm very proud of my role. I worked hard to um, mm -hmm. practice for this. I'm just glad to be in the musical. I would have gone with any role that I had. So how do you like the play so far, or musical? I'm enjoying it. Um, I like all the people that are there. Mm -hmm. They're really nice. Um, it's really funny, and yeah, it's awesome to be there. So how does it feel being a seventh grader and having such a large role in this play? It's kind of surprising. Um, I didn't expect to get this big of a role when there are all ton of a ton of people out there who have a beautiful voices, and they're older, older than me. So it's just kind of something to be proud of. Mm -hmm. So what were your first impressions of the other uh, crew members? I was kind of nervous at first because I didn't know them, and it was just kind of scary. But then after noticing that they're all really funny and wacko, I decided they're fun. Why don't I just hang out, be myself? So what what made you first get into acting and the theater? Um. Well, I just wanted to try something new. And I always thought the acting was really cool. So I decided, let's try something new. So I know you did the uh, fall play. I know you did the fall play this year, which was the Night of One Act. So how was that for you, being your first production? Here? It was fun. I got to work with a lot of my friends. Um, I met some new people, and now I have lots of friends in different grades and stuff. It was really fun and exciting. So, this being your first large production that isn't split up into small groups like the last one is, uh, how do you think it'll be different from anything you've ever done before? 
it'll be a little bit nerve-wracking because I've never um, acted with different people before. Um, I've only ever did normal things in small groups. So this is really big. Uh-huh. So what, what, like, have you, did you ever do any um, acting programs or anything at your elementary school or anything before that? No, I did not. Um, I took choir, but that was... That wasn't really anything I did with a couple of friends, so I didn't really do any acting programs or anything. So how is having a large theater program like this different from before, since you have never been in a high school like this before, since you're in the seventh grade? It's amazing. It's Mm -hmm. really fun. It brings out something else in me. Um, I feel like I can be myself more than I could have been when I was younger, and... All the people are nice, and they're all different personalities, and so it's really fun to hang out with people that aren't like me. So, what part of this play do you like the most? I like to sing, so the singing part will probably be my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love singing. <laughs> See, for me, I got a part, but it was not a singing part. I could not <laughs> sing. He almost showed you all the singing that I did and it was not singing (laughs) so another thing that is pretty you know big about uh the play and all theatrical thing is the community so have you ever had a like have a taste of the community yet so far um kind of a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. um I haven't gotten like a feel for everything yet Mm -hmm. um I hopefully after this everything will just come better to me and I'll feel more free with myself. So I know you went to St. Richard, right? Yes. The school. And I know they had theatrical programs there. How are these programs different from those at St. Richard? Um, well, when we were, look, when we, I was at St. Richard's, it was, you didn't really have a choice whether you wanted to do it or not. (laughs) (laughs) You just did it. What the teachers told you, you got your, what you wanted to do and that was what you did. We did a couple of plays, but that was really just, um, because we were learning about stuff mm-hmm. and we did a Shakespeare play, but that was because we were learning about Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Even if you're learning about it, it's still, it's still play, it's, right? Yeah. So, um, was having to compete for your part, was that new to you, having to compete for your part? Um, not really. Usually I would just go with what I got and... Because I, I know you haven't had, to, like, at St. Richard or any other school, there no one ever had to compete for a part. So was it nerve-wracking knowing that you little, may not get a good part? You just yeah, get it was a, part? a little nerve-wracking, but I would have been mm-hmm. proud just getting into the play, into the musical. So what do you think of having a full director of Mr. Pendo? What do you think of his uh, ways of, like, teaching? And- I love his ways. He's one of my favorite teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like his funny side and how he makes things fun and he's not super strict about what he does. He's still strict, but I love it. Mm -hmm. So one thing about the theater is it's a whole group of nerds, right? Mm -hmm. So do you think you fit into that grouping? I think I fit in pretty well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the new anime club that just got (laughs) created. A bunch of... The people who wrote that sign-up sheet are almost all of them have been in theater before. Yeah. 
So what did you think of, I know there's the quarter rotational classes. So what did you think of the rotational class, if you've had it already, of uh, Mr. Pendo's theater? I loved his theater class. It was mm-hmm. it was really fun. Um, my birthday was during that, so I got to do fun <laughs> stuff with him. We did a lot of act. We learned about a lot about acting, like um, how you did script scoring, and blocking, and stuff like that. And it was really fun. Mm-hmm. So, I, I know another big thing is with these kind of plays. How does is learning lines hard for you as it is for most people? Um, it was, but then Mr. Pendo taught me the sentence trick mm-hmm. where you read one sentence and you memorize that sentence and then you memorize the second sentence and you put it together and then you would read the line. So now it's much easier to read the lines and memorize them. So how do you feel about having to learn the songs? Um, it's a, I'm a little nervous for not having it memorized mm-hmm. the whole thing before the play, but I feel like all the people around me are going to help and it'll just be fun. So what do you think of the solo songs or just any of the songs you have to sing in the musical? Um, I'm pretty excited to do that. I've never actually had a solo part mm-hmm. in something. Um, so I think it'll be fun and exciting and new. So why do you think, I know with Mr. Pendo's casting methods, he tends to choose ca- characters for people based on characters that kind of resemble them. So why do you think he chose you for the part that you got? Um, well, when I first came here, I was really shy, and I didn't really know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I knew my friends, but a lot of them became distant or something. And then um, I made new ones, and um, I started to blossom out and become open with myself, and I showed a lot more of this different side of me that I never knew I had. Mm-hmm. And that's very similar to Olive in the play, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... What do you think will be the the hardest part of this entire production? Um, probably putting it all together and learning the mm-hmm. m- all, learning all the things that we have to do, like the blocking and the dancing and the singing. Just putting it all together and running it through. Mm-hmm. So, um, how has practice been so far? I know we started practicing. How are you enjoying the practices? I love practicing. I like all the people um, hanging out and learning everything. It's really fun to learn about the things that we like. Mm-hmm. So how how do you expect the play to turn out in the end? I think it's going to be awesome. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing. My parents are really excited about it. My family is. Um, I'm excited about it. I can't wait to do it. So had, had you ever heard about this musical before uh, starting the um, production? Actually, no. Um, but when I was in journalism, he told me that he went to see it and he liked it and it was really fun mm-hmm. so i'm kind of excited to do it yeah because i know that's the main rule you don't break is you don't watch a play before doing it because you don't want to model your character off of what yeah. other people do so i know another big thing mr uh Upendo likes to have is people making their character their own so how do you plan to make all of your own per- like um, character i plan to make her more like me, um, kind of trying to fit in, but then realizing that mm-hmm. fitting in isn't the best thing, and that I should just be myself and just act like I sh- like I want to act, and not act like someone else should, or try to be the best. Just try to fit, be myself. Mm-hmm. So I think that is all the time we have. So. 
Um, that is the end of my interview with Shambly Ezel. So thank you for joining me. It was a pleasure. Uh huh. You can call. You, anyone can. Uh, oh, after this ad break, I'll be back interviewing Coach Michael Howe about the upcoming track season. Uh, bye. You're listening to WJXCLP Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM. Your home for St. Joseph Catholic School football, basketball, and the Bruin Buzz Live every Friday evening and Monday morning. The Bruin Buzz Live is underwritten by C Spire, Diatech, Mid-South Elevator, Mississippi Premier Plastic Surgery, Brown Bottling Group, St. Dominic's, Robert Moorhead Attorney, Carrie Johnson Jackson City Attorney, Hoa Managing Partners LLC, Brad Miller EXB, Hedge Farm Wedding and Special Events, Ridgen Eye Care Center, and Christo's Greek Restaurant. All right, and we are back from our ads. So I have a, another guest, Coach Michael Howe, here to talk about the upcoming track season. So um, thank you for coming. Glad to be here. So why uh, why are you like why did they choose you to be the new uh, track coach? Well, you know, uh, last year um, I was going to be coaching track, and then of course we started practicing. And then the pandemic hit, so we had to shut down. So, unfortunately, we weren't able to have a track season last year. And um, so this year, um, decided to take it again and see what we can do with it. We wanted to we wanted to kind of finish what we started last year. And uh, Coach Whistle and also Coach Stride will be helping me as well. So, um, when and do practices start? Um, we're actually going to – we were planning to start some this week, but with the – you know, it was in the 30s a couple of days. Um, so, we're going to start next Monday. Um, I believe that's February 8th, uh, right after school. So is it too late for people who are still interested to join? No, we're still taking people to sign up. Um, right now, I think we're about 40, 40 people signed up. I think we've got uh, 21 or 22 uh, guys, and I think we've got about 18 girls signed up. So it's looking like we might have a pretty good-sized team this year. So how do you expect the season will go? Um, it's too early to tell. Uh, we do have some good athletes signed up. Obviously, we've got some distance runners who did really well in cross country. We're, uh, we're thinking our distance is going to be a really good, strong group for us. Um, we've also got some jumpers, high jump, long jump, triple jump that we think are going to be pretty good. The own, unknown right now is probably our sprints and our relays. Um, but you know, you get out there, you work hard. Uh, some people are going to probably surprise us and, uh, um, and that'll be a good thing. So, uh, where, like, how, since St. Joe doesn't have a track, how do they, how do y'all practice and stuff? Uh, we got to be very creative with it. Um, you know, obviously the biggest, you can run anywhere, but the biggest obstacle for us is, um, is pole vault and that kind of stuff. We have a high jump pit. Um, we have a, we have long jump and triple jump pits here. Um, so those are easy to do because we have those facilities. Um, and of course, discus and shot putt, you can kind of do that anywhere. We normally throw those uh, out off the side of the football field. Um, we do go off campus for pole vault because um, obviously we don't have a pole vault pit here. Um, but with our relays and our sprints, um, we do those on the football field. And uh, because, you know, at most schools, the track is around the football field. And so that's where we practice those when it's dry. Uh, when it's wet, we normally do a little bit of uh, running in a parking lot and on and on hills and things like that to build our strength and endurance up. So, do you have any returning players from last from seasons in the past that are very good and you plan that you think will go far? Yeah, the distance runners. Um, you know, you look at William Fugate. We think he's going to do really well in the distance. Obviously, uh, he was very successful in cross country. Um, 
in track, the distance is not as far. So I think he, I think he'll do just as well, if not better, in track. Um, he's won. Um, Charlie Zhang's done pole vault for us. Um, got a new guy in Cole Spivey that's going to do some pole vault for us. Um, Tony Handy comes back. He was a sprinter for us. Um, Alan Teague, who's done high jump, we think he'll do well. Got a few other guys. Josh Everett, really, really good athlete that can really jump. Um, so we got some new exciting uh, faces. That's just a few. We've had some young kids sign up that hadn't came out before, and we think. Uh, continue what, we were, what you were saying about the different teams. We are having some technical issues. Oh uh, yes, you know, just trying to trying to fill all of our events that we have. You know, in track, there's a ton of events, and each each athlete can do up to four events. Um, obviously, most people don't do four. Um, but your top runners and your top jumpers and that kind of thing, you want to have them as, as in as many events as you can because they, that, they, they get you points um, that will help you win the meet. Um, and so we want to have our boys' team full and we want to have our girls' team full so we can make sure we, we're participating in as many events as possible. Mm -hmm. So are there any – seventh graders or any eighth seventh eighth graders you know the younger students that you have your eye on that'll be do you think will be good this season um you know uh one that i thought would have helped us a little bit last year uh brandon burke came out as eighth grader um we thought he would have been able to do a, maybe one or two events a mid-distance type event you know 400 800 you know something like that um i think he's gonna come back out this year i think he might be a bright bright spot for us um got a few more um kids in that group uh, I'd have to go back and look at the sign up list like I said we hadn't had we hadn't had our first practice yet but um there's always a few that surprise you with what they can do and how hard they work and so that's uh, one of the fun the fun things about coaching is just to see which kids end up developing and and coming on strong and sometimes it's be the ones you least expect mm -hmm. so what kind of stuff can people expect at practices um, well, the first couple of weeks, you know, it's uh, they they hate it, but it's conditioning. Mm -hmm. You got to get in shape. You know, some of them haven't ran in a couple months, so we slowly want to build them up. You know, we we obviously stretch, um, we obviously uh, warm up, then we get into our conditioning for the first couple of weeks. Um, and not everybody does the same exact conditioning. Obviously, your throwers um, don't need to be in good a shape as your distance runners, um, and so on and so forth. But Obviously, stretching, warming up, conditioning, um, and then at the end of practice, we do a cool down to make sure that um, we stretch them out before they go home and um, teach them how to, to uh, rehab if they've got a little injury. And we've got a good trainer on staff, Mr. Matt Weisenberger. He does a great job keeping our athletes in tip-top shape. And so um, that, that, that's what they can look forward to. After the first week or two, then we'll get into the event-specific work, which is, you know, you're going to be working with your jumpers working on their footwork and their jumping. Then you're going to be working with your sprinters on their takeoffs and their finishes and that kind of stuff. And so, you know, first couple of weeks conditioning, then that next two or three weeks span before we get into the meets, we go into our uh, event-specific workouts. Mm -hmm. So what precautions are being taken for COVID? Well, you know, obviously we're going to – the good thing about being outside with track is you can, you can spread out, you know, and then – Obviously, when we start practice, we're stretching and warming up. Probably going to wear a mask because we'll be a little bit closer then. But once we break off into our individual groups, um, we'll be spread out enough to where you don't have a whole lot to worry about. And, you know, in track, unlike most other sports, there's not a whole lot of equipment to use. You know, our pole vaulters, some of them have their own poles. So they don't share poles. High jump, you don't touch anything. Long jump, obviously, you don't touch anything. 
Um, sprinting, you're not touching anything. Same thing for distance. So there's not as many precautions to take. Obviously, we're going to be safe, and we're going to, when we're close together, we're going to be masked up. And, you know, before and after practice, we're going to sanitize our hands, and any equipment that is used is going to be wiped down really well. And so, you know, that's our precautions we're going to take, um, and we're going to try to be as safe as possible. So what type of field – sports are there like discus and all that kind of stuff yeah you know you've got discus of course um you've got shot put um you also have your um you know high jump long jump triple jump pole vault um you know field events uh that's about it but you also you know you say that's it but it's girls and boys Mm -hmm. and so a lot of people come to a track meet and they don't realize a track meet's gonna last all day because you've got not only a ton of events, but you've got to have uh, a girls' heat and a boys' heat, and so it's a it's a it's a full day. It's a full day. So, what kind of? I know we I tried to ask this earlier, but the technical problems got in the way. So, what schools do we plan to play? All right, uh, St. Andrews. Um, obviously, they're in our district for uh, track. Pelahatchie, Pisgah, Puckett. Um, those are the local schools. Um, you know, there'll be other teams at the meet. Uh, Velma Jackson will probably be there. Um, McLaurin, uh, schools like that, maybe McGee. Um, but, you know, once we get into the state meet, you'll be competing against people from all across Mississippi. Would there be any track, like away games? Oh, yeah, yeah. All of our track meets are away. Mm-hmm. Um, Madison Central, Germantown, um, St. Andrews, um, Pearl. Um, so they're they're all they're all the way. We don't host any here. So what's the farthest people can expect to go from the school? Probably Pearl. Yeah, Pearl. So you know, thirty minutes, not far. Yeah. So why do you think track is important to the school? Well, you know, track is one of your biggest uh, because of so many events. It's going to be one of your biggest rosters on of any of your athletic events. You know, I told you, you know, most schools are going to have sixty to seventy kids on the track team. And so that, that's going to be your biggest group. Um, we're hoping to get to about 50. Right now we're at 40, 41, maybe 42. Um, I don't know if anybody signed up yesterday. But, um, you know, if we could get to 50, we could fill all of our events and we'd have a good shot at com- really competing for something. So where can people go to sign up? Um, they can sign up in the athletic office in the gym or they can simply find me. You know, I'm on lunch duty every other day. Come by the lunchroom. Um, I'll get their name, email address. So we can add, get them added to our group me that we mm-hmm. we uh, send out information. Mm-hmm. So I know um, track season last year was cut short. So do you expect this year to be able to last as long as it should? Oh yeah, with all the precautions being taken and um, you know all the sanit- sanitizing going on and social distance and all that, don't see any reason why we won't be able to finish the season this year. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think that is all the time we have. So thank you for coming out and talking about the track season. All right, have a great day. The Broom Buzz Live is a production of the St. Joseph Catholic School Journalism Program. The show airs at 5 p.m. Fridays and 7.30 a.m. on Monday mornings here at WJXC. It's also available as a podcast on TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other popular podcast platforms. The show is copyright 2021 by Broom Broadcasting and St. Joseph Catholic School. The Broom Buzz Live is underwritten by Ceasefire, Ditech, Mid-South Elevator, Mississippi Premier Plastic Surgery, Brown Bottling Group, St. Dominic's, Robert Moorhead Attorney, Carrie Johnson Jackson City Attorney, HOA Managing Partners LLC, Brad Miller EXP, Hedge Farm Wedding and Special Events, Bridgeland Eye Care Center,
Chris Says Greek Restaurant, Small Talk LLC, Pilates Studio of Ridgeland, Old Town Cleaners, Clements Realty, H. Tobias Coleman PLLC, Davis Court Reporting, Jolly Orthodontics, Wealth Point Investments, Miskelly Furniture, BP Electric LLC, and Fashion Inc. of Jackson. The show's opening and closing soundtrack, Over and Out, is performed by Mayer and written by Adrian Dominic Walther and Joanna Kranich, and produced by Boss Soundstripe Productions and used by special arrangement through Soundstripe. For more information, visit www.soundstripe.com. That's it for this week's edition of the Broom Bus Live. Join us next week for the Friday, January 15th edition.